Message Received Written and read by Joe Potts Meg awoke with an uneasy feeling. Hal snored softly beside her. She rose and put on her robe as the antique clock downstairs chimed 3 a.m. Outside, the wind complained. As Meg headed downstairs, a shiver went through her. It must be all that Halloween talk last night, she thought. Silly old woman, get a hold of yourself. In the kitchen, she got some aspirin and a glass of water. She drew the curtains back on the window above the sink. Meg took a step back. She shook her head, squinted her eyes. She looked at the glowing spectacle in her garden. Three pumpkins, the ones growing nice and big for Halloween, were carved into jack-o'-lanterns. They glowed from within with a flickering light. Saints have mercy, she thought. Who on earth would go to the trouble to do that? And why? She drew the curtains closed and, fighting another shiver, went back upstairs. In the morning, she told Hal about it. Maggie, why are you telling me your silly dreams, he said. You know I can't abide your imagination. It wasn't my imagination or a dream, she said. Come to the kitchen window and I'll show you. At the window, Meg drew back the curtains. Three ordinary pumpkins sat in the garden. She felt slightly woozy. That can't be. Hal laughed. I'll tell you how it can be. You dreamed it. Simple as that, Meggie. No jack-o'-lanterns, just pumpkins. Unless one of your kinfolk buried in that old family cemetery beyond the fence is pranking you. Meg thought Hal was being unfair, but said nothing. She knew what she had seen, and she knew what a dream was or wasn't. That night, Meg checked the backyard before retiring. Three uncarved pumpkins, period. It took her some time to fall asleep, and when she did, pumpkins dancing to Chopin's funeral march filled her dreams. She woke with a start. The clock chimed three. Hal was still asleep. All right, she thought. Those dancing pumpkins were dreams, but I'm awake now. She quietly got out of bed and went downstairs. She approached the kitchen window. She took hold of the curtains. She hesitated. Drawing in a deep breath, she slowly drew back the curtains. Three lit jack-o'-lanterns sat in the garden. Meg stared, not sure whether to believe her eyes. She looked closely at the three carved faces. Oh, my, she thought, and a memory stirred, but remained buried. The next day, Mindy and Brian brought the grandkids for a visit. Meg and Mindy sat on the back porch for some mother-daughter talk. Hal and Brian played with the boys in the yard. Hal stood by the garden near the pumpkins. Look, Maggie, just pumpkins. See? Where's those jacks now? <laughs> He laughed, not in a cruel way, and Meg knew he was just teasing, but it hurt. What's he talking about, said Mindy. Meg filled her in on the jack-o'-lanterns. 
Two nights in a row, said Meg. When I came down this morning, once again there were ordinary pumpkins. But I know what I saw, and I know I wasn't dreaming. You should have taken a picture, said Mindy. I never thought of that, said Meg. I'm not like you young people always snapping away with your phones. Anyway, Halloween's in two days. I'll carve those pumpkins tomorrow. Then everyone will agree they're jack-o'-lanterns, she laughed lightly. That night, Meg wasn't sure if she wanted to check the pumpkins again. She woke from a light sleep. The clock chimed three. She brushed aside her misgivings and went downstairs. Once more, she opened the kitchen curtains. Three lit faces stared back at her from the garden. She shut the curtains. Then, summoning her strength, she opened them again. She took the phone from her robe pocket and snapped a picture. Meg looked at the photo. Wait a minute, I hadn't noticed that before, she thought. She expanded the photo with her fingers. And she smiled. Lightly at first, then a big, broad smile. Well, I'll be, she thought. In the morning, Meg rushed out to the garden to retrieve the pumpkins. In the kitchen, she spread papers on the table and placed the pumpkins there. When Hal entered, he saw the pumpkins and stopped. Meggie, if you're going to be carving them up, I'll be in my shed, he said. That's fine, dear, said Meg. She took out her phone and brought up the picture of the pumpkins. She removed three knives of varying size from the kitchen drawer. Using the photo as a guide, she began carving. The light, sweet scent of fresh pumpkin brought memories rushing to Meg's mind. When finished, she stood back and examined her creations, or recreations. A smile spread across her face. Feeling pleased with herself, she indulged in a small laugh. On Halloween night, Mindy brought the boys in their costumes, Spider-Man and Wolverine. Come see my jack-o'-lanterns, said Meg. Then I'll put them on the porch for the trick-or-treaters. In the kitchen, Mindy laughed when she saw Meg's handiwork. Mom, they're great, she said. I love them. I've never seen pumpkins with such smiling, happy faces. I imagine you haven't, said Meg. But I have. Your great-grandma Esther always carved them that way. She'd give some of them feminine features. Her Jack and Jill O'Lanterns, she called them. I never knew that, said Mindy. I had forgotten it myself, said Meg. She loved Halloween, you know. Meg ran her fingers over the lines of the smiling jack-o'-lanterns. Luckily, she reminded me in her own way of what she always had told me about Halloween, that it was a fun time, a time to smile. She would be distressed over all the slasher and gore stuff today. To her, it was a time to be happy. That's what they say, all right. Happy Halloween, said Mindy. Meg gathered Mindy in her arms. Happy Halloween. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.